Hello, Syngapland. My name is Michael Gralia. Today is Friday, January 28th. This is episode 45 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. I just did episode 44 yesterday, and it was long, but I had a lot to say, and it was more of a topical episode, whereas this is more of the classic Syngap 10, where I'm just going to be like, bah, 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 this is what's going on. Let me start with a lot of people have reached out to me just since yesterday being like, hey, I watch your podcast. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Here's my kid's genetic report. Is this okay? I'm sorry to bother you. Amazing communication. Don't be sorry to bother me. It takes me like 10 seconds to look at that and answer your question. And uh, two thirds of the people who asked were frame shifts are intronic and one third are missense, which is what we expect. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me. This is what I do all day, every day. My job is to help connect and build this community so that we can together help our kids, including mine. We're all in this together, my friends. So don't hesitate to reach out. Let me go through my list. Money. It all takes money. I want to congratulate Emily. Emily's a newly diagnosed mom, and she's like, I'm going to go out to my whole community and tell them, and I want to do a fundraiser. And I'm like, that is best practice. I don't like to say to newly diagnosed families, hey, this is a great time to do a fundraiser because some people just don't think like that and they don't, they're not ready. But when people are ready, boom. So Emily put out, Emily said, help me set up a page. We set up a page for her. Emily's link is in the show notes. Hope for Hadley. Emily's already raised $11,000. That's $11,000 we didn't have last week. And that's $11,000 we're going to use to accelerate science. So be like Emily, help us raise money. Also, if you need another tool to do that, on April 30th, we're doing the second annual Sprint for Syngap. Sprint for Syngap is a 5K, it's a virtual 5K. You can do at home, you can make a little street party, a little block party, a little family party, a little Zoom, whatever you want to do. Just say to your friends, hey, I'm doing a 5K, would you help raise money for Syngap? Here's a link. It couldn't be easier. It couldn't be easier. Last year was a huge success. We funded a whole grant out of it. Let's fund two grants this year. Sprint for Singapore is April 30th. Mark your calendars now. We'll be in touch pretty soon with links and ways to start a team online. Webinars. We have three webinars coming up. Just like, just like, just like the old days. We got a lot going on. The first one is La Intención Comunicativa en Singap El Sabado de Febrero Cinque. My Spanish is terrible. The whole thing's in Spanish. If you speak Spanish and you don't understand what I just said, check it out. It's on the 5th of February. There's also a webinar with Autism Brain Net on February 10th at 9 a.m. This is about thinking about brain donation. Hopefully, all of our kids will outlive us. God forbid they don't. You have a Syngapian brain on your hands that you could donate to science. We encourage you to do that. I know this is like a really jarring thought, but it's, it is what it is, guys. If, if God forbid something happens to our loved ones with Syngap, donating their brain could really help the science of Syngap. So uh, this is a webinar to think about that and talk about that with the folks at Autism BrainNet, which is a part of the Simons Foundation. The Simons Foundation is a very large, generous, and important partner. And I, I strongly encourage people to check that out, syngap.fun slash ABN to register. And the third one, this is cool. This is cool. The use of milk exosomes to increase expression of Syngap 1 in Syngap 1 mice. What? It's as crazy as it sounds, my friends. And actually, we haven't even put out the press release yet, but this grant is signed and funded. So we're working with a, with a really top-shelf researcher to look at a novel mechanism of delivery. That's a webinar you don't want to miss. Syngap.fund slash Zempleni. Uh, Professor Zempleni is doing that webinar on March 3rd. Check it out. Links in the show notes. We've also released two blogs in the past few days. Pretty cool blogs. One of them by a mom talking about 
a topic that every single parent would be like, oh, that's interesting. And everybody else would be like, what? Diapers. Diapers and pull-ups. What happens when your kid outgrows the stuff you can find at Safeway? Because our kids outgrow the stuff you can find at Safeway. And a small handful of kids get potty trained. But most of our kids are not. Which means diapers are a big part of um, a single parent's life. We wrote a blog about it. And there's a link uh, to a survey about it that's in our private Facebook group. So if you're family, check that out. Singap.fun slash pull-ups. We get really creative with these short links. We also put out a link about missense mutations. And you're all like, Mike, I just listened to you blather on about missense mutations and iPSC. Yes, you did. This is about a specific missense mutation, 1030G to A. And through the incredible sleuthing and just doggedness of um, Aaron Harding, who's a dear friend of mine and a director of the fund, um, he's identified 10, no, nine patients around the world with this exact same mutation. And then a couple of other patients with a mutation right next door on the C-chain that, that affects the same amino acid. So basically, you know, researchers are like, every missense is different. It's too much work. We don't know what to do. We're like, actually, here's one that, that nine patients have in the world. And then there's, if you add the, the patients right next door, it's 10 or 11. So maybe you should start here. And we publish this blog. Uh, and and uh, this is a very important blog. This is us saying to researchers, hey, ding, ding, ding. And uh, you, want, you want to work on it, but you don't have funding? Send us an application. That's what we do. We fund research in Singap One to help kids. So just putting it out there. Check out that blog. It's very, very cool. Huge kudos to um, Aaron Harding for his endless and tireless work on behalf of his son and all of our kids. The world is a better place because Aaron doesn't know how not to care. It's just amazing. I also have a link in the show notes about missense mutations. If you're still not tracking, that one's a nice little page. I want to talk about mutations. So one of the things I said yesterday is share your mutation, talk to people about your mutation. A couple stories there. We have a couple of Facebook groups, C33DEL and C490C2T, um, where we've identified five or six patients with the same mutation. And those parents, with everyone's permission, we, we put all those parents in a Facebook group and said, hey, you guys should probably talk to each other. This is, this is kind of cool stuff. And, and those groups are pretty cool. I also include in the show notes a link of all the, all the published mutations that we know about or that we have from Citizen, de-identified, of course. And so what that, because a lot of people are saying, hey, do you guys already have this mutation somewhere? And frankly, like that's a lot of looking up. But if you check out the show notes, um, data under mutation stories, you will see, you will find a Google document with all of that information just waiting for you to peruse it and find your kid's information. The other thing, the story I want to tell you, I got a message yesterday after somebody watched the um, episode 44, and, and it was a sister of a Singapian over in Europe. And she said, hey, my sister's blah, 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 just diagnosed. Here's her mutation. Does anyone else have this? And I just told you that I can't look all those up. But I looked at hers and I was like, oh, yeah, I know that mutation really well. Because it's basically three base pairs away from Tony's mutation. So you, I have my son's mutation burned in my brain. And then there's this other mutation that's just three base pairs away. And I recognized it immediately because there's another family on the East Coast with the same mutation. I was like, you need to talk to this mom. And I put those two together with everyone's permission. And, and now they're comparing notes about the little girls with the exact same mutation. It's very cool stuff when you start sharing information and, and, and uh, functioning inside of a trusting community. So really excited that, that my, my blog is triggering these, these conversations. And I'm hoping it, it helps people. Um, talk to another family. 
sent me their genetic report and said, you know, what is this? It's frame shift. You're fine. I said, are you in citizen? Because they asked me about the whole, who else has this? And I'm like, we can compare the citizen list. And they said, you know, my family has privacy concerns and we don't want to um, give our driver's license to citizen because you need to give your driver's license to citizen to facilitate citizen collecting your child's medical records on your behalf, right? They need to, they need to prove to the hospital that they're working on your behalf. So they share the birth certificate, which is I'm collecting for patient. Patient's mom is here. Mom's driver's license is here. Mom's signature is here. Therefore, please give us patient's medical records so we can give them to mom. That's what citizen does. That's why they need your driver's license. And, and mom shared with me that family members were concerned about sharing the driver's license. And I said, that's kind of heartbreaking because it'd be so great to have more data in Citizen. But I just want to share a link of the show notes, citizen.com slash privacy. Guys, nobody does privacy better than Citizen. I'm not kidding. Um, Anil is an, was an incredible technologist, is an incredible technologist, and he built that system bulletproof. Devin ran HIPAA under the Obama administration. This is a former government official, a very serious lawyer. She takes privacy very, very seriously. And now they're owned by Invite, who's a major corporation with a lot, a lot of lawyers. You're worried about them messing with your data? No, no. If you're going to trust anybody with information, start with Citizen. So sign up for Citizen. And if you're curious about Citizen's privacy policies, check them out. I got 40 seconds left. Extra credit. Extra credit. And one more thing I want to share with you. There was an episode of Gene Fixers yesterday. Gene Fixers is like a a clubhouse room where a bunch of rare disease leaders come together and talk and it's hosted by um, Julie Vitarello and Ethan Perlstein who are both remarkable leaders. And the speakers were two CEOs and founders of of, um, biotechs talking about the current market and the harsh realities the companies face when they develop drugs for small populations like ours. And it was really good. So I shared the link in the replay. If you have time to kill, if you're looking for a long form um, hearing that discussion, and I got to ask a few questions too, which was, which was fun. Hearing that discussion is well worth your time to understand the realities that, that people are facing when they work on our kids. Links in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend.